Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. We exist to equip pastors and leaders in the local church to transcend beyond current culture, to see government through the lens of the gospel, and engage as modeled in the scriptures. I am Leo Lazzarini. And I'm Greg Baker. Thank you so much for joining us for one more episode of the Shepherd King Podcast. We're going through our series, Bringing Kingdom Culture to Government. And we have been talking a lot about the concept of being an ambassador, um, concept of um, kingdom culture, um, also being citizens of heaven, um, all of all concepts that really apply to our ministry uh, here in Iowa, but also in other states in, um, here in the, in the United States. And um, Greg, we have been talking a lot about culture and kingdom culture and bringing kingdom culture. Let's talk about what is culture? Let's start with that. What What is culture? How is it formed? What is it? So let me give you the Webster Dictionary version first. And then for those of you like me, we're going to make it a little bit more practical. <laughs> so what is culture? According to the Webster Dictionary, culture is the social behavior and norms found in human society. Mm. So we talked about last episode, everywhere has a culture. Mm-hmm. There's the, the larger culture, like of a nation, a state, even a city has culture, but your home has culture, your church has culture, the place you work has culture, a school has culture. And this is something to remember, culture is king. If you don't get culture right, mm-hmm. you're going to be fighting upstream the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. So I think it's some general principles of culture. Culture is like a flowing river. It's going to determine the overall direction that a people go. So whatever culture you chose to build, that is where the entire organization, country, family, whatever it is, is flowing. So if I don't bring a kingdom culture to my home, if I bring an earthly culture to my home, guess where we're drifting to? An earthly culture. Mm. But here's something else to remember culture. Everyone has an impact on culture. Mm. You do not have the option of having no impact. A lot of times they think like, oh, I can just go sit and hide in the room. By hiding in the room and contributing nothing, you're choosing to impact culture. Mm. You're building an apathetic culture. And I can tell you right now, apathy is fruitless. Mm -hmm. Everyone has an impact, but also not everyone has equal impact. Some people have more impact than others. Mm. So there's some of you out there, I have a dear friend, I tell him regularly, You don't have the luxury of just showing up and hiding in the back corner. Mm -hmm. You just overflow whatever emotion you're feeling, and it dominates the room. Mm -hmm. And this is a good gift from the Lord, Mm -hmm. but it's something that you need to be aware of because the devil wants you to use it for harm. Mm -hmm. Use your gift Mm -hmm. to bring a healthy culture. And here's what's key to Leo. The natural flow of culture is unhealthy. Mm. If you go anywhere that has a healthy culture, anywhere, it's because it was intentionally built. Mm. Whether that is your home, whether it's your church, your company, your city, you're intentionally building it. So a mayor, am I intentionally work to build a healthy culture in my city? Mm. The president of the United States, am I healthy? Am I working to build a healthy culture mm. in my nation? Mm-hmm. Am I doing my family? 
But I'm telling you right now, a healthy culture requires intentional building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you want to know how a culture is doing? So we're, we're Iowans here, Leo. We, we like to test our soil. Mm-hmm. Why? I need to know the condition of my field before I plant. And I need to make sure I have those right soil conditions in order for that seed to prosper. Mm-hmm. So if I want my company, my home or whatever to prosper in a heavenly way, I need my soil, to be, my culture to be in the right spot. Mm-hmm. So when I'm testing a field, I don't test all of it. I take samples throughout the field. Mm-hmm. How do we take samples of the culture? Well, the scripture tells us from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm. What are we talking about? Mm. What is our conversation? So I think about my home. We have Bible time every night before the kids go to bed. Anyone can talk about God during Bible time. Mm -hmm. But what happens in the organic conversations in the car, on the way to school, on the way to the store, what happens at the supper table? Like, what is this our natural overflow of our conversations? Because mm-hmm. whatever that is, that's where our heart actually is. Mm-hmm. Same thing in community group. We talk about this in Bible study all the time. Anybody can talk about God during organized Bible study time. Mm-hmm. What do we talk about before Bible study? What do we talk about after Bible study? Mm-hmm. What is our chit-chat? If the Lord's not coming up. The Lord doesn't have our heart. Mm-hmm. Same thing like during employee reviews, team meetings, people can put on an overall show, if you will. Mm-hmm. But what's, the, what's the water cooler talk? You want, to know the, you want to know the culture of your company? What do they talk about in the water cooler? Mm-hmm. What do they talk about in those second meetings that you know people have? That's when you truly figure out mm-hmm. what culture is. And if you want a healthy culture, those conversations have to be healthy. And that requires intentional building. Mm. But also with culture, Leo, we cannot confuse culture with chemistry. So a lot of times, like, well, I just don't have chemistry with that person. Like, no, 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 no. Chemistry forms over a period of time as people develop relationships with one another. Mm -hmm. But culture will impact that chemistry. Culture will impact ultimately what is that chemistry built around. Mm -hmm. So I think in community group for church, if my culture is healthy, our chemistry will be built around Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if it's built around Jesus, we will form a clique, but the clique will be those who love Jesus. Mm-hmm. My culture is unhealthy. I love Hawkeye football. I could talk a lot about Hawkeye football. We could build cliques around Hawkeye fans. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's like we're going to end up building a chemistry on earthly things that unite us. What I have found is earthly things lose their effectiveness over time. Mm -hmm. I had many dear friends at the University of Iowa. When we get together, now it's been 15 years since I was there. What do you think we talk about, Leo? Our time together in school, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Why? That's what bound us together. Right. And it's not timeless. So now it's like it's all we have to cling to. But if I meet with a brother that I haven't seen in 10 years, do you know what we talk about? What we've been up to in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's like not even a beat has passed. It's like we were just together 10 minutes ago. Right. Because we're pursuing the same thing. 
So your culture will ultimately depend on the chemistry of your relationship and what you go back to over time. Mm -hmm. And for me, I want to build my culture on timeless values that will lead to timeless chemistry. They'll produce relationships that last for not only a lifetime, but into eternity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's excellent, Greg. Greg, as we define culture and what it is and how it's formed, um, why, why does it matter so much as you think about God's kingdom advancing in our communities? Talked about the influence of the church, the engaging in our communities, sharing the gospel, advancing God's kingdom. And then we'll get to government later. But why, why do you think that's so important? If culture is unhealthy, you'll never be able to accomplish a healthy mission. Mm, that's, that's good. In a company, you will have horrific turnover. In mm -hmm. a family, horrific things like divorce will come mm -hmm, out. Mm -hmm. uh, you will find yourself fighting against your kids, and all of a sudden they're adults, and they want nothing to do with you mm -hmm. anymore. Unhealthy culture leads to division. Yeah. Unhealthy culture leads to investing in things that perish. It leads to distractions. And the ultimate cost is your life. Mm. It ends up being unhealthy, unspent life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there's no life. There's no joy. Nobody mm -hmm. likes working somewhere. There's an unhealthy culture. Right, right. Even that, we live in a fairly large city in Iowa terms. It pales in comparison to our listeners around the world. Mm -hmm. but, uh, we have a lot of Starbucks in this town. And you talk to anyone here that's a Starbucks customer, they can tell you what's a good Starbucks and what's a bad Starbucks. And what is the difference between the good Starbucks and the bad Starbucks? Is it the menu? Mm -hmm. It's the same exact menu. Mm -hmm. It's the culture. Mm -hmm. A good Starbucks keeps people. A good Starbucks is enjoyable to sit in. A bad Starbucks has horrible turnover, is not enjoyable to sit there, and eventually the product begins to reflect it. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, you cannot have healthy, fruitful missions and an unhealthy culture. Mm. The two things will never exist because the healthy culture is actually what produced the healthy fruit. Mm. The culture is the producer. Mm -hmm. that, that's well said. That's good. That, that's really good. Now, as we, our whole ministry about bringing that into to government. It's about bringing kingdom culture to government. Um, why, why does it matter to bring the culture to government? Uh, let's say in comparison, maybe we have goals, right? We have goals. We want to achieve goals. But how important is the culture when it comes to this type of ministry, bringing to our governing authorities? Kingdom culture has the power to bring transformation. And transformation is the only fruit that will last. Mm -hmm. At best, earthly culture can bring modif behavior modification. At best. Mm -hmm. And it's temporary. Mm -hmm. Often, earthly culture doesn't even bring healthy behavior modification. Mm -hmm. It brings division and selfishness and self-centeredness. Government was designed to serve all people. If 
If a government leader is going to truly serve all people and lay down their lives for the people, there must be a healthy culture in government. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, and especially in a land that votes by popular election, government will always serve the majority and will not serve a minority. Mm-hmm. Government will always look for its own self-interest at hearts. Government will not tell you the hard things that you need to hear. Mm-hmm. Government will not stand on principle, will stand on the winds of the day. And government will be self-serving. Mm-hmm. And it will never bring the justice that God asked it to bring. Mm. And in the United States of America, we need a two-party system, but not in the way we do it. We, we make everything divided. We make everything in factions. We don't listen to one another. One side's constantly working against the other one. Mm. There's not a spirit of iron sharpening iron mm. for the betterment of the people. The spirit is how do I get my side the advantage over the other one? We treat it like a football game. Mm. And... Our goal in life should not be to make the institution of government like a football game. People's lives are at stake here. It's not a fun game where you get to slap each other when you're done. Um, This is people's lives. So our little state, 3.2 million people are impacted by this. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. countries in the world like China, 2 billion people are impacted by what their government does. And unhealthy government causes some of the greatest human atrocities in human history. Mm. Vladimir Lenin and Joseph Stalin's government killed 60 million of their own people. That is a far cry from the servant of God, the servant of good Mm. that they're designed to be. Mm -hmm. Culture is everything. Mm. And a nation's culture often gets reflected in its government. Mm -hmm. because a a constitutional republic is nothing more than a representation of the people. This is where the church comes in so important, Leo. If our nation's culture is unhealthy, our government will always be unhealthy Mm. because the nature for which we choose. The greatest gift the church of Jesus Christ can bring is br- to government, is bringing kingdom culture to the citizens of the land for which the government serves. Mm-hmm. Multiple presidents understood this, including Calvin Coolidge, when he said America made it because of men like Sir Francis Asbury invested in the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. And what we need in our human heart is true heart transformation if we're ever going to serve people well. And I think so often the church, we get distracted by our most powerful weapon. We're fighting the issues of the day at a surface level as opposed to going to the root with the gospel to penetrate the strongholds of Satan that can actually set people free. Mm -hmm. And if we set our culture properly and see people as captives as opposed to someone to argue with and actually do our work that God has left us here to do, we might just be so surprised what happens in government. Mm-hmm. That that's well said, Greg. Um, that's really helpful to think about. Think about the importance of culture um, as we as we want to fulfill the Great Commission. As believers, we want to engage government. You, we do have goals. We do have things that we aspire. We want to see happening, but that cannot come at the cost of culture. And here's the crazy thing: if you have righteous goals. You can't accomplish them, an unhealthy culture. Can't. If you want your righteous goals accomplished, the best strategy 
is to impact the very culture of the place. Mm -hmm. And so often to accomplish our righteous goals, we bring unhealthy culture Mm. into it. Mm -hmm. And then we sit here all puzzled. I can't believe this place didn't transform. Mm. Why didn't they listen to me? Mm -hmm. You use the tools of man. You laid aside your greatest assets and you will lose every time. Hmm. The devil always wins when you play on his playground. Hmm. You have to build an alternative playground and call people to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no other way. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's well said. Greg, thank you so much for unpacking that concept of culture. And um, it's it's exciting just to be talking about kingdom culture and how to build that, how to bring that to our um, communities and specifically to our government. Um, we're excited to continue this series and we hope that you join us on our next episode again. The Shepherd King podcast is brought to you by the Church Ambassador Network, a ministry of the Family Leader Foundation that inspires the church to engage government for the advance of God's kingdom. For more information about the Church Ambassador Network, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, thefamilyleader.com backslash church.